Game week is here and group therapy is in session. We have two-thirds of the Can't Read, Can't Write podcast. We're here to talk about our issues going into this season, but bop, bop, bop. We're also going to help each other through these problems, too. It's all sunny days over here in the Locked on Spartans podcast. Let's go. You are Locked on Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, it is game week, and yes, we are doing something we've never done on this podcast before, at least in the YouTube age, and that is have two guests at the same time, because (laughs) what better to start a game week than uh, with this little shindig right here? We're essentially getting the tailgate started off right now with two-thirds of the Can't Read, Can't Write podcast. We got Mike Jones over here in the upper right, if you're watching on YouTube, and then down below, we have the one, the only... Alex Plum. Hello, Alex. How you doing? Good to see you. Um, we are missing Kevin Grack with oh, a G, which I just yeah. opportunity. Real bummer. Already letting down my guest by correctly saying their third co-host name correctly, but I'm sorry. I feel way too bad botching that name. It's only five letters in that last name, I presume, but I can botch the easiest of names. Anyway, I'm getting uh, away from the point here. I- I'm kicking the can down the road because we have some issues to talk about, guys. Look, it, it's it, it's it's game week. We're excited, but we do have some anxiety around this team. Every program has anxiety around their team. But it's not going to be all like one big Eeyore cloud of an episode. We are going to talk each other through our problems. We're going to see the light. But before we get to any of that, just how on earth are you guys doing? You got, you guys doing okay? What's your vibe check for game week right now as we are, what, four days away from kickoff? Oh, my God. I'm uncomfortable with being favored by 20 points. I hate it. Hate, yeah, these hate things, it, but also respect season like that doesn't make sense. No, I'm 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 a dyed in the wool Spartan fan who knows better than to trust anything that has good things portended <laughs> for Michigan State. This is not going to go well for us. We are rocking and rolling here. This is this is what we need right here. <laughs> All right, let's let's start the anxiety off with Peyton Thorne has surely shared the entirety of the playbook with his father who now coaches for (laughs) – and no one's going to ask. They're going to ask cutesy questions about how do you and dad deal with this week? No. How do you and dad deal with the fact that you share the entirety of the playbook? (laughs) That's the question. Or like the dad talking to the Western defensive coordinator, whose name, of course, I don't know, but like telling him what ticks off Peyton too. And not just in football, but maybe just in life. In general, like, let's not act like that war game isn't going on, you know, behind the scenes. Like, yeah, I know. It is all cute. Oh, yeah, we talked about it during dinner. It'd be great. Yeah, no, the, his, the audible call football. for the defense is 10th grade, al- al- grade algebra. 10th grade algebra. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. His his poor mother is on an island somewhere in the Caribbean for a week and a half. Like, I cannot be part yeah. of this game right now. I can't no. be part of it. No, but, you know... And that's probably the smart thing to, to do for, for her end because can you do a split jersey with like a coach's polo and an actual jersey? <laughs> you know, like how you see like two brothers. Like, are we going to, that's got to be a first, right? Like, half yes. Western polo, yes. half Peyton Thorne jersey. I'm excited to see it. So that's, that'll be do you, fun. Do you think if Harbaugh's kids ever grow up to play football, like, mom will wear like one half of a khaki pant and then the other half of like a jersey pant? I, mean, I this, think there's got to be something creative there. There, yeah, I, 
Yeah, like where how, how one half pleated, one half straight leg. That's, that's it. That's yeah, it. That's straight leg and pleated. Good cuffed. That's what we're talking that's about. Good. Like the the what was it? The anti wrinkle technology that you used. To, I used to swear by those. The, the yeah, I they're great. The four way stretch. Four way stretch. So it, it, it's funny. You guys brought up something that I wanted to get to immediately, as far as like anxiety goes, and it's like. The, the 20 point spread or, or whatever it is like, that's a lot of respect right now for Michigan state. One of my biggest hangups going into the season right now is, is Michigan state too respected? Like, I, I don't like this. We're, we're top 15 in the AP poll and coaches poll ESPN. Sure. Who's been a thorn in our side for God knows how long. Like they are the epitome of just treating us like, you know, the, the step sibling in the state. They put two of our players in their top 100 players for the college football season. All the while, I don't think a, maybe a Michigan player did make it. I don't think they did. But regardless, that's beside the point. They still included two MSU Spartans. Like, are we feeling ourselves too much going into the season? And if so, I don't like it. Please, please tell me that there's some semblance of disrespect out there that you've seen. Please. Please. Well, I can tell you on your podcast last week, you called out particularly some of the bowl projections, which I thought was fantastic prognostication yeah. on this. The Duke's Mayo Bowl. So then I thought, no, no, this is healthy. This is good. The the team needs to be told that they're playing for a lifetime supply of mayonnaise. That is exactly the Spartan team that I want playing every single week. That's it. Give me mayonnaise. I eat it on every sandwich I have. So I'm fine with it. So as you're combing through the bowl projections, Alex, like, are, are you hoping that you see like a quick lane bowl pop up for Michigan State? You're like, <laughs> and why, put us, and why put us in the Vegas bowl. <laughs> really? I don't want to go anywhere. Let me go to, I live here. I live in Detroit. Let me right. just see these guys here. This is unfair. And I take it personally. That's, I think, the point I, I want to underline. I get it. Also, too, like with the bowl projections, like a lot of them were for the Relia Quest Bowl, which is now like No one even knows what bowl. that means. No one exactly. knows what it means. So I think that helps Michigan State kind of get that chip on their shoulder. It's like, oh, they're yep. projected to go to the Raleigh Quest Bowl. A good bowl game. It's going to be a New Year's bowl game. But like Raleigh Quest, I don't know what that is. Like a crypto merchant. I have no clue yeah. what that is. And I will not look it up either until Michigan <laughs> no, State may be in the game. But like, it's, so I'm out of ideas. I, I love this as a uh, bowl games that transition sponsors – are no longer mm-hmm. good bowl games. Correct. Right. The oh, Outback like Bowl that. would have been an acceptable bowl to go to. Yes. Correct. You would have yes. said, not the best season, but we can hang our hat on something. <laughs> but now that it's the Quelia Quest yes. Bowl. I can't <laughs> spell it. Yep. Right. Quelia Gecko Bowl. Is there a W in that? I'm confused. <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, I think there's plenty of disrespect in the sense that I mean, the Cleveland.com media poll had us fourth sure. in the in the East. Yeah. Right? Yep. And and yet, at the same time, you hear from the team, we're deeper than we were a year ago. Yeah. The, the, there's no denying – no one's shying away from the fact that, yeah, we don't have Kenneth Walker anymore. But, I, I mean, I appreciate that uh, that they feel like they have a competent team. And here's a transition for you. Sands Xavier Henderson's quote, we will go as far as the offensive line will take us. Uh-huh. And I can spiral from there. I yeah, can spiral from there. 
Do, do you would, would you like to? Yeah, you, sure. We all know the biggest elephant in the room, figuratively and literally the biggest issue in the room. Uh, right. Take it away, Mike Jones, please. So I'm gonna I'm not gonna go lazy. Everyone knows we are thin at the offensive line. That sure, you yeah. know, there's there's competence there. Our our first five, six, maybe seven, fine, right? That's we're good. But we all know that uh, we have a history of injuries at the offensive line, and you hope that things have changed with the new strength and conditioning staff. But, like, injuries happen. Those dudes play harder than anybody else. And so when those injuries happen, that means – here's where I start to spiral. That means you've got to rely on your tight ends for additional blocking. And who are our top three tight ends? Daniel Barker who was never asked to block at Illinois and is learning to block here. Malik Carr learning to block here. And then Tyler Hunt, the most big 10 player ever who we all know and love and is giddily up to 250, but oh, yeah. still is a converted punter. So, so, and so where, and then now you're forced into playing a true freshman tight end. Who's good at blocking. And your converted punter <laughs> to make up for the offensive line that's deficient. And then you have fewer pass catchers and you're not really good at blocking. So you have no run game and you have fewer cat pass catchers. And then all of a sudden your wide receiver court, that's where you so, start. So to let spiral. me, well, so let me <laughs> say I it spiral. again. We, we, we spiral. No, this yeah. is good. <laughs> but we're going to get back on track. Yeah. No, well, let that. And let, let me just say it again. Duke's Mayo bowl. Okay. Duke's Mayo bowl. This is what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Duke's I Mayo mean, has the same issues that we have. Yeah. What one of the things I th- I really liked last week when you got you were talking about kind of your preview of this and you were particularly one of one of your questioners had asked who who were you going to miss the most and you call yeah. out Jarvis you called out Jarvis because he was that Swiss Army knife I think you called him that really that struck a chord with me because and I wanted to ask you this part of the challenge this team is going to have with its lack of depth in these position groups particularly is you don't have the player who you can slot into a role that they may not be as familiar with, but they're so skilled like Jarvis was that he could just mm-hmm. perform there. That to me is going to be one of the most singular deficiencies of this team. You don't have the ability to, to be flexible and to deploy as, as we had that flexibility last season. And like, I, I know Mel Tucker, you know, gave Dallas Fincher a shout out saying like, Oh yeah, he, he could play three positions like his center guard tackle, but it's like, I, I, we knew that Jarvis could do it reliably. Like I, I'm sure Fincher could be a good player in the future. Is the future this year though? Like if Ethan Baldwin has to come in the game, Brandon Baldwin comes into the game. Like, I, or I'm sorry, Ethan Boyd, Brandon Baldwin. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. like, I, sure. Like they're they're probably going to be good eventually. But it's now we circle back to the now we're psychoanalyzing ourselves. It's just the anxiety of not knowing, and, and that's yeah. what's throwing me off here. It's just like we we don't know, and I'm scared to have to maybe learn the answer should Jared Horse get rolled up on or Spencer Brown uh, just explodes in the middle of a game. Like, I I don't know. Yep. I, I'm scared of the unknown. I like when I know what's going to happen. Like, I enjoy Matt Coughlin kicking for six years because I knew yes. to expect all six years. You know, I don't know what to expect with the backup offensive line, and I'm going to hope they're good, but we don't know, and this is why I don't sleep anymore, guys. This is can we, can we, I, I want to talk myself out of this for a second. Here's the upside. Okay. That – the reason we all are fretting so much about this mm-hmm. is because the best thing that ever happened to Mark D'Antonio was a two-star walk-on named Jack Conklin. Yes. <laughs> and and yes. and we have 
maybe dudes who aren't quite ready, but fit the frame of the position that they're actually supposed to play. Yep. There's some more recruited. And so, you know, cause the conversation you and I are having right now, and all three of us are having right now about the offensive line is the exact same conversation we will have next year because the, the five to seven guys we have right now that we're sure about, they're all gone next year. So, so if we end when we inevitably have injuries, we are going to see additional reps from folks, and we can only pray to the football gods that we don't get burned, yep. because we know that they they at least recruited people who are the size of the position they're supposed to play. They are three hundred pounds, and they are the height that corresponds with the position. Yeah. I have a further point too, but you know I'm going to do something that some professional podcasters do. I'm no. going to hang on to that after this break because that's called that's called a cliffhanger, I think, or a cliff note, something to do with a cliff. Regardless, I got to talk to you, fine folks, about making good decisions this tailgating season, this football season. Drive sober or get pulled over, gang. Look, cops are going to be on the streets this football season, and for good reason. It's for the betterment of you, the betterment of everyone else, and just society in general. Let's say, hey, you're hanging out with some friends and putting back a few drinks at the tailgate or, uh, you know, the watch party, and then a few becomes too many, and as the evening comes to an end and people start to head out, you think of calling for a ride. But nah, you live nearby, you can make it home, it's no big deal, and besides, what are the odds you get pulled over anyway? And even so... What's the worst that could happen? Your insurance goes up, you lose your license, you lose your job, ah, you total your car, or you kill someone. Everyone knows about the risks of drunk driving. The results are tragic and far too often deadly. However, that still does not stop everyone from getting behind the wheel while under the influence. That's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. So if you're thinking, if, hey, I'm okay, it's only a few drinks, well... Think again, play it safe, plan ahead, get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change not just your life, but someone else's life forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. And as we welcome back Mike Jones and Alex Plum of the Can't Read, Can't Write podcast. Hey, thank you so much for making Lockdown Spartans your first listen every single day as we are charging toward kickoff. We got group therapy and we are getting ourselves out of the woods with our offensive line hangups, right? We're talking about, okay, the guys behind are built like Lyman, at least. You know, that's something that maybe we couldn't always say during the Mark D'Antonio era. Mel Tucker's got the right frame up in here. And, you know, I'm a, I'm the most non-numbers numbers guy or the most numberies, numbery non-numbers guy of all time. I don't know. Any way you slice it, I like numbers, but I don't care to go into them and how they work. I just like looking at them and nodding my head or shaking my head. So, like – we're talking injuries. MSU's had a lot of injuries on the offensive line. Aren't we just due to eventually not have a lot of injuries on the offensive line? Like, but just is this a law of averages thing? Are any of you good at math and can vouch for this? Alex, you look like you're a good guy at math. Can you say that? Can you just agree with me, please? I, I will agree with you. I will say can't read, can't write, can't count. So I don't know about the numbers, I was but say, it, was just, it was just illiteracy is what you guys had. We're lacking a lot of things. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, Carrick right, is still kind of coming back after some surgeries this offseason, right? And, like, Horst has had to kind of slow go some things. So even the guys that we depend on right now who should be leading in this this summer, I know I'm not helping, but I'm just saying let's just be be clear-eyed about it. I don't know. To your point, yes, 
but 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 you want to talk about regression to the mean or the law of averages yeah, right who who was our running back last year we didn't deserve that no one deserved that but we got him <laughs> well, I, no i think we did deserve that actually <laughs> that was a bad years, years. Yeah, i don't that's know that's true that's true. that's fair but but my <laughs> point is then but stretch. then but then we got him so you know yeah maybe this is the year that we're healthy but god i wish it could align that our healthiest year is also the year we've got star players in every position group, and we're not having to have these conversations the week before the season starts. <sighs> I know? hope that helps someone out there. You know, it, it's it, like it when they have. come to a high school to do like a, a little, um, what do you call it, an assembly, and it's like, oh, don't do heroin assembly. It's like, if only we can convince <laughs> one kid to not, not to do, do it. it. We've done our jobs yeah. here. Like, as long as we can convince one listener that things are going to be probably okay, okay. maybe, perhaps. If things go our way, then like we should we, we shout out Jason people. Novak too? Yeah, that, sure. Why not? I mean, yeah. like yeah. without besmirching the name of anybody else who maybe was an institution, uh, but course. you know, um, it was it was made known through interviews that stretching was yeah. introduced as a concept, yeah, uh, under the yeah. new strength and conditioning regime. So, uh, without saying anything bad about the legend, that maybe uh, a couple years into the strength and conditioning staff, that some yeah. of our uh, our fortune fares better over time. That's a thing to feel better about. Um, our players drink water now, and they <laughs> eat eat nutritious food at halftime sometimes. So like yes. that's a, like, wow, what a topsy-turvy turn this is all taken in the program. So <laughs> calories, they're good for you. You know, uh, it's not bad. Promise. Can I, <laughs> can I ask, I, I want to take us to another position group really fast. Please do. I, there's, 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 you know, there's names that we recognize and we love names like Hank Pepper names like <laughs> Bryce, yeah. Bryce Berenger. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, other names don't quite roll off the tongue the way you might hope they would. Steven Rusneck just doesn't have the kind of mouthfeel you want to have. Just a quad. A certain kicker. I, I don't know, man. And Jack Stone, as you pointed out, has kicked for what? One field goal in his entire life. Like, I mean, or a he, he did it three times in his senior year. I was shocked to find that, like, he's one of the top 10 kickers in the nation. So I'm like, oh, he banged in a few dozen field goals for his high school. Three last year. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> and Rusnak would not have had what we would have called a successful five outings with the Spark. I mean, yeah. I, and I, you know, should we care? I don't know how much we should care about the kicker. But I have been consistent on my <laughs> podcast. I It's just like free throws. You, you have yeah. to make your free throws. They are free money. You are leaving it on the table. The extra yeah. point and field goals within 30 yards is free money. And if we can't depend on you, I'll find your family. <laughs> so. Just, just for a conversation, though. That's all. Just for you know, a conversation. Just, just a loving chat. conversation. A yeah, tea. just see you know, things are going. Yeah. After bring anything tea. over for Thanksgiving. So, so to parlay that into the recent news yeah. is that yeah. you – I don't know how you feel great about taking a walk-on transfer, backup kicker from another program – I love it. If things were good at the kicking spot. 
If yeah. we were good there, you don't take that transfer. I I agree. Okay, but and, and here's where I'm going to spin this into a positive. Yeah, it's like it's be- yeah. better to find this out 11 no. days before kickoff or whenever he officially transferred into Michigan State. Regard within two weeks of kickoff, better to find that out two weeks before the season than yes. Uh oh, it's the Akron game, and now we're combined two of seven from field goal land, and we are. Six of nine from extra point. Like at least we got that going for us. And this is going to sound ridiculous, but I've, I've talked myself into this walk on grad transfer with three years of eligibility. Uh, the lefty kicker, if I may, um, I'm all in. Okay. I'm all in like, look, Hey, I I know it's just one kick, but 49 yards in the iron bowl against Alabama in overtime. Like that's all I need to see. That's That's all, especially in college when like kicking is the most mental thing in the whole entire world. That's ice. That's, Oh, it's one of the biggest stages possible. Yeah, and look, I, I'm going to whisper this. I might edit this part out. Like, yeah, did he miss within 30 yards against South Carolina? Let's not act like we haven't Oops, seen that amongst us. Right. <laughs> Thank you. So it, it happens. So yes, that is in his bag. But 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 a near 50 yarder in overtime in a very clutch position is also in his bag. And I'm going to maybe go out on a limb here going to assume that wasn't in the bag of Jack Stone yet, necessarily, or maybe Stephen Rusnak, yeah. so I'm, yeah. I apologize to they're both just, those gentlemen, well, but there's a reason tested. this guy was brought in. Right. They're not, and they're not tested at that level. I think that, but again, back to mouthfeel of the name. The thing that Ben Patton has written for him is that he is a direct descendant of General George S. Patton. Don't, <laughs> yes. don't fact check yes. me on that. Don't fact check me on no, that. No, you will. But I am, no, that's okay. but I will be calling him the general The all Wikipedia page is being it. updated currently. Updated right now. As we okay. So I text Zach Blackerby, who does Locked on Auburn. I say, uh, did we just win the national title with your transfer kicker? He's like, oh, who, the general? I'm like, ah, like, yes. No. You're already on the board. Alex is already on the board. Let's go, Get man. It. We are rocking and rolling here. So not only do we have just a smooth name for a kicker, you have Ben Patton, pretty good. Perfect. Right? Feels Perfect. right. A nice, Perfect. nice, nice nickname, too. So there we go. All right. Okay. Okay, right. well, I, I think we did our job with the kicker position. I think that done. hopefully everyone's energized about that. Um, Matt, that I was, have I have something fun. else if you need to pay some bills. I've got a whole other position group. Oh, are, do are you ready? Cliffhanger? Let's do another cliffhanger. Hold on, let's do another cliffhanger right now. We're going to pay just a bill on betonline.net really quick. But hang on to that, Mr. Mike Jones, because we'll be right back after I talk everyone's ear off about betonline.net. Woo! I. Hopefully you got your bets in over the weekend for week zero. And uh, yeah, they got the full slate locked, loaded, ready for you to get into a great football weekend ahead. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and <gasps> even golf. Even though it's going to be a while till we see it again. Shoot. Anyway, Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information from live in game betting, scores, and podcasts. Point blank, they got you covered top to bottom. So head to Bet Online today. Use your mobile device. Learn more about the trends and actions happening today. Gang, that's at Bet Online where the game starts. And let's start the third segment with. Drum roll. Sorry, Mike. I'm sorry. I had to do it. I had to click hanging. No, hang no there, but... I told. I I know you had bills to pay. We have bills to pay. It's, it's it's part of the biz. Um, it is what it is. It podcasters, is what it is. You know, they're the ah, you know, it's just a a fun bunch we are. You know us and our quirks. Yeah, paying bills. Um, 
All right. I have Here's no idea where we're going to go with this. I'm, I'm trying to guess. I have no idea where we're going to go with this. So please enlighten us. Okay. There have been some position changes. Some. So uh, four-star Dylan Tatum, cornerback. Yeah. Uh, there was another. Oh, uh, who's the running back? Davion, Davion Prim. Cornerback. Yeah. Here's my concern. Hemp face safety. We'll 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 table that for a second. Sure. Uh, don't really care. But <laughs> it, I mean, for real. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I right. like the depth there is uh, Mangum, and then Brooks maybe. But like, sure. Who cares? It, yeah. We'll Daniel find Gross, yeah. Xavier Henderson. They played a buttload of snaps last year. Like we're fine. They are what they are. But my concern is. You bring all these recruits in. I mean, the secondary class was good last year, um, but you see the moves to cornerback. And that is a bit of a red flag for me because I don't Mm. think Davion Prim, who got all the shine in the world during spring, and the move to cornerback doesn't happen unless you think he's a legit football player and can play that position. And that tells me, I mean, I have no doubt that between Ronald Williams and Amir Speed, we actually have two really good corners. You'll mm-hmm. notice Ronald Williams' name didn't get called for most of the back half of the last season. Mm-hmm. I think his bell got rung at Northwestern, and then I didn't really hear much from him after the Miami game. Yeah, so you're right on. Adding Amir Speed, like, I feel really great. I feel really good. But... That, that unit got beat up last year, and that tells yeah. me they are either currently beat up or they're a little less sure about the depth there. And that's concerning to me. That's, that, that's not – this isn't for show of group therapy. Like, oh, I understand. That, oh, no. that move is mm-hmm. genuinely worrisome to me. Alex, do you want to play therapist here and, and talk – Mr. Mike Jones off of this uh, cornerback ledge here. I, I I can't really talk him off the cornerback ledge. What not I can crap. talk about, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Am I crazy? No, Just you're not. Check me. Am I no, crazy? No, you're not. You're not crazy. Uh, I will. I will say is is you know Mel Tucker believes that they have depth, and he just leaves it at that because you know broader is better. Uh, what, but what sure. I will tell you, what about the? And he's right. But but if the secondary is as effective as I think it could be then some of this might be okay, maybe. Because it's better. Because it's yeah. better? It's Listen, better. well, let's just talk about, I mean, I, well, the one thing I would say to you, and again, this is not to the point about cornerbacks, so I, I have to leave that alone. But I will say that one of the things that I am most excited about in the defensive secondary is Xavier Henderson. The fact that he's back, his leadership is with him. He is the default person. He speaks for this team. He has the respect of his teammates. And the fact that that Tucker and the coaching staff is is experimenting with, and again, I know you want to take Hamp Fay, and, and it, yeah, it, it's weird. It's weird, but the fact that they're making these experiments tells me that there is some sort of team dynamic at play, in which there is a safety to make these experimentations, and that Henderson's leadership is coming out on the field. So for that, there might be something that we can't see, but we will begin to see as the season unfolds. You you understood the assignment right there of talking us down from the safety ledge. That's that that was fantastic. A plus. I gotta say, like th- there is two sides of the coin to look at for the whole Davion Prim to cornerback and, and same with Dylan Tatum to cornerback sort of thing here. It's like, 
Oh crap! Four star like to a cornerback, four star to the cornerback. Right, right. That, and and the, the reincarnate of Walter Payton in the spring. Uh, all of a sudden, it gets you know slid over. Not not even to another offensive position, which was my real hangup right here. It's like you. Last year it was Cam Allen, right? We heard about Cam Allen how he's lighting it up on tight ends, and he gives some run yeah, as a true leader freshman. in the room. Kid didn't even make it to the season before he transferred, I think. And now yes. uh, this year, Davion Prim. Oh, this. This we don't talk about any players, but I don't want to put him in the Hall of Fame. But this kid's special. Yeah, y'all oh, went out of the way <laughs> to say yes. his name. name. No, no one drove... asked about Davion Prim. <laughs> it drove me crazy. It drove me crazy. And I said this last week, and I'm going to say say it again. And I was going to say I'm going to say this joke again, but it's not a joke. This is this is past. Like, you know, the inside joke with Michigan State yeah. about, like, what we hear at Moneyball, right? Like, oh, yes. Yes. so-and-so yes. shot has come along at Moneyball. And then you get to yes. the season, they shoot, like, a smooth 19% on mm-hmm. 17 attempts. Like, no, anything that Mel Tucker says in the spring now, forget That's... it. Yeah, well, <laughs> I have high hopes for him and his shot coming along, maybe. But, hey, nope, football season. Um, 30%. Yeah. 30%. So, yeah. 30%. I'm done listening to Mel Tucker talk about any player in the spring. I love the guy. Great coach. I, I, I will drink most of what he's serving. Just I will pass the glass of whatever name drop in the spring he has for now on. Correct. But I also am suckered into thinking, and I, I think there's some, you know, validity to this, that maybe the running back room just is that, yeah. not stacked, but like, you know, full, so to speak. Like, I think they do feel that good about Jalen Berger, Jarek Broussard. Jordan Simmons, he seems to be the clear-cut number three guy. Obviously, he's the clear-cut number three guy. They just moved the other guy who could have been the number three guy to defense. But And then, what, you got Harold Joyner, if you get any, anything right. out of him this year. If Eli right. Collins, if he can get anything. So, yeah. yeah, there you have it. I mean, that's that's so that, that, that that's why I don't feel as bad about the cornerback moves. Dylan Tato, I, he fascinates me. Like, I, I think he's just in between being a corner and a safety, but and they're still going to try to figure out what's going on with him, but... Yeah, I mean that's so I I I, I think this I, the secondary will be will be better this year, right? Will be it will year. be. It has. It to has be to be. Yeah, Mel Tucker's point. Yeah, it has <laughs> to be better. Yeah, just keep on reiterating that, and then like that, that'll that's swing it. a lot of tensions about that's this. But like, I mean, I I just the moves themselves made me curious about the depth. Totally understand. Or, totally or understand. injuries. I mean. We found out. Uh, yeah. From, uh, uh, <laughs> Tayton Hauser. Yeah. I mean, bro, like you, you notice that Kill I'm me. not going to call out certain publications that like produce the, the videos of players, but you'll sure. notice that Tayton Hauser is not to be found on the internet because <laughs> bro, like what were you, what Come were you doing? On well, I, so, I can't believe a they have like a third string quarterback. Like third string quarterbacks never talk to the media, especially when that third string quarterback is a true freshman. I'm shocked they even trotted him out, and then all for him just to get up to the microphone last week at practice, be like, like, "Oh, Jaden Reed is hurt." By the way, uh, our, the, the key to our offense uh, has glass ankles. Just for the heads up, uh, would be a shame if if anyone took note of that before any game. Here. I I caught oh. them doing drugs in the locker room too. Oh, like no, why? <laughs> Why? Uh, I, honestly, I, it's <laughs> in the same way that you want a a young quarterback to have reps in a blowout game, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. That's it, it. Preferably when you're winning, he got his reps in with the yeah. media, yeah. and he That's learned it. his lesson. I'm quite sure someone immediately pulled him into the side <sighs> and said, 
Yeah. You messed this up. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> and and we'll talk to you again in two years. Yep. Like yep. I, it's that end. They, they probably locked him in a room for like two hours and showed him all the cut up clips of Mel Tucker talking about injuries where all they yes. says is like not, and then nothing measure said Here's Coach D'Antonio talking about them as well. I don't know. I know you don't know who that is, but you're going to watch yes. this as well. Yeah. Just drilling it into him after they pull him off stage with a vaudeville hook. Uh, just yep. getting <laughs> off, off the stage. And that's all, folks. Uh, thank you, Kate Hauser. You'll talk again in 2025. Uh, when we trust you again. But uh, had, what are you going to do? Do you have – I feel like we monopolized. Do you have something we can talk you down from? Yeah. Oh, you guys took away a lot. Uh, the offensive line, obviously. Um, the you know the not enough respect we brought up the, the cornerbacks, uh, and I did bring up Jaden Reed's glass ankles. But like I, you know, I, I'm comfortable with the wide receiver room, the weapons, right? Now there is one thing that's completely irrational, and and I know this going into it, but I'm an irrational person. So what? Uh, like I'm not going to change for anyone. Um, yeah. That week three game against Washington, not a great team at all. When was the last time we took a road trip against a not so great team west of the Mississippi River? What was it? Was it in Tempe? Perhaps mm-hmm. against Arizona? Mm-hmm. We don't still talk about that. Don't talk oh, about that. Oh, no, oh, oh, yeah, we do because we have to talk about that right now. I'm still scarred by that game. And, uh-huh. and honestly, that game eats up 80% of the pie of why I'm worried about the Washington game just because of what happened in Tempe a few years prior. Can either of you? Well, they Please. won't have the temperature. They won't have the heat challenges that they did in Tempe in There's Washington. Some to that, yeah. It's not as late at night. It's not as late at night. There's an earlier game. Oh, that's true. The body clock game. That's going to yeah. help. The body clock was a huge issue. I mean, it was effectively 3 a.m., I think, before they even finished. It, game, was, right? it was not so, good. It was not good. So, I, I think uh, one of the Big Ten network guys came through Michigan State recently. Yeah. Here's talking to you. And mentioned specifically the professionalism with which with, with which Mel Tucker uh, runs his program. Yeah, and totally. so it was. Yep. And, and frankly, we saw that at Miami. Totally. Right? Like, mm, and, that's and good. You were there. Like, yep. I mean, their ability to last to the fourth quarter. Yep. And succeed yep. in that moment. I don't think for a second that that week they will entirely practice. You know, he talks about the morning practices. I yep. bet you it's night practices all week long. Yeah. Like, I, I think they will transition in a professional manner to meet that match. And now, new coach shine, that's a different question. That's the other question. Well, and, and to that question, I think our secret weapon is their fatal flaw, and that's Michael Penix Jr. That kid is going to absolutely crap the bed in this game okay and it is going to be epic i'm going to love it it's going to be a classic indiana <laughs> fart fest and yes. <laughs> i'm going to be eating i'm going to be eating popcorn the entire game just munching <laughs> it away love it so as Penix yeah. was a smooth 19 of 43 uh three interceptions <laughs> yeah. one touchdown we'll, 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 yeah, we'll give him that he yeah. gets Everyone's one that's fine michael Penix, but to yeah. your point alex couldn't cut it at indiana that's the point yeah no, like, I don't mean to be mean, but like, you know, no. yeah. Tom Allen um, ran you off. Love each other. Tom <laughs> Allen ran you off. I'm glad we're not Indiana fans doing group therapy because this would be a four and a half hour long podcast. This uh, a lot. would have been difficult. You know, maybe, right. maybe that's some therapy in its own right. Is that like the, the grass is not 
greener at a lot of these other programs. Like we got a pretty good going into this season. No quarterback battle. You know, our we got great offensive weapons. Our coaching yeah. staff stayed intact for the most part, if not got yes. better. Yeah, so it, there are a lot of great things going into this season. I'm sorry, Mike. You're, you're going to say something? Well, I wanted to know if you had one more like real fear because I real have fear? one that's uh, way out there, but like it's okay. not good enough if you have a real one. Uh, real is a liberal use of the, of that term, uh, coming up right here, because my last fear that I have is if, if we don't get black jerseys this year, uh, yes! I, think this, yes! I think this fan base will fall into itself like a dying star and yes. we'll start to cannibalize each other. Both Correct. ends of the spectrum too. Like the team, we want black jerseys, the team, no, it should only be green and white. And then tractions will rise so high. And yep. I fear what happens if we don't get a black jersey this year. So that's, that's, that's my last using heavier quotes, real concern for this upcoming season, unless you two fine gentlemen have one for the road here. All I'll say is the Michigan state new women's coach in his first season from grand Valley or second season from grand Valley has brought along with him black kids for the women's team. So listen, as for soccer, as women's soccer Mm -hmm. goes, so goes Michigan state football. We've always said that. We've been saying yes. that. That's really the only thing is our podcast says on a weekly basis. So listen, I it's 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 yeah. good. listen to can't read, can't write, where we say women's where soccer. we analyze the women's soccer team to tell you about the men's football team. So this is so for for at least one of the podcast hosts, it's the only thing he knows. So really, at the end of the day. We're going to get black uniforms this season. Right. Oh, I I'm going to cut you off. You're done. Sheehan, here's what I got for you. Here's my fear to go out the door. All right. Let's it's talk play, you down. Play one of the game against Western. It's it's a run play, and it is yeah. not for 75 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> how, are you, how are you anything but concerned about how the rest of the season is going to go. Because last year, we were nine deep at offensive line, but we were nine deep with, if we're being honest, not an elite offensive line, because K-9 was that transcendent. Yes. So if it is not that spectacular against Western Michigan, not a Big Ten opponent, then how are you truly going to feel? And I dare any Spartan fan to ask yourself, really, how are you going to feel when it is not that explosive. And I guarantee you, maybe at the end of the game, you're fine. But in that moment, you will not be fine. I I, I just put myself in section 16, row 57. First play of the game. Run a three. Oh, yeah. Oh. oh second and seven from the... <laughs> second seven from the 28. Eight? Okay. Yep. Did, did he even cut? Did he even... Was there a hole? Like, was there a hole? No. Oh God! Okay, right, let's do it again. Oh. I guess. <laughs> oh, I, I can see it now. Oh my God! It's too, oh, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. But hey, flea flickers are still in the gameplay. That's, yes, that's they I, are. That's all I got to talk you down. <laughs> Is it? Yes. Play one flea flicker. We're all good. We're all. We're good. all good. We're all good. Jay Johnson and K9's worst thing that they ever did was being that successful on play one, and I'm right. not. Yeah. I'm not happy about it. I'm not happy. Well. And and one B is that Kenneth Walker was actually pretty good at running the Wildcat, and I want to see that banished not not from just football, but specifically the Michigan State playbook. But he did it really you well. You know they got well. Keon doing it right now. You've seen that in the yeah. clips. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got they got Keon. They're like, hey Keon, do you remember that time against Michigan 
when you went <laughs> one on five yes. and and scored anyway. They one of the clips they got Keon in the wildcat. <sighs> that is a real thing that is happening. Also, okay. if we're okay. I'm just gonna pin one more on the board for you. There are yeah, clips of Jarek Broussard taking kick and punt returns. That concerns <laughs> me. That concerns me. All right, I'm out. Okay, hey, this is fun. Yeah, I, I yeah, had a great, great. Time. We're all fixed. <laughs> great time. All better. All better. Um, Sorry, man. Four this days to convince myself that Keon Coleman can run a wildcat is plenty of time. I've done you got it. many bigger oh. spins in the shorter amounts of time than that. So Trust me, Keon, Co- Keon Coleman believes enough that he can run the wildcat that you don't need to. That's true. That, <laughs> that's, a, that's a sterling point to end this here show. Alex, an absolute pleasure. Mike, a pleasure. And also... Let's, I mean, we got, got a shout out to the third co-host here. Of course, we're talking Mr. Breck, the one. Breck. Kevin Breck. Only, yep, Breck. Yep, Kevin Breck. Yeah, here, I'll, I'll send you guys out on a high note right here. So, <laughs> no, cannot thank you guys enough. Can't read, can't write podcasts. Where, where can the people find you on social media to uh, scream at you uh, or further talk you down from any stresses that we have in our lives? Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Spartan underscore pod, uh, Instagram, which is wholly underwhelming is at Spartan okay. underscore pod as well. Uh, and, uh, if you want to email us, you can do can't read, can't write 1855 at gmail.com. Bang. You guys are the best. And so are all of you listeners and viewers. We got, of course, another full week of shows ahead. We'll do a Western preview. Um, of course, of course, we're just going to talk about the game the entire week. Who are we kidding? You know where to find us locked on Spartans. Love you all. Let's have a strong week. Game week, baby. Let's go. Go green. Woo.